Let's get going over here. Today's daf is daf Lamid Ches, page 38. And we pick up from the very top line on daf, on daf Lamid Ches, of Aleph 38a. And uh, we learned previously in the Mishnah on Lamed Zion, um, on Daf Lamed Zion, that the specific things that people did that the Chachamim agreed to, that the Chachamim were maskim to, nice things people did for the Beis HaMikdash, and the last thing mentioned in the Mishnah on Lamed Zion of Aleph is that Niknor um, had miracles occur to his doors, and the Chachamim praised it. Okay, and we're going to discuss the miracle that happened with Niknar. As we got to the Mishnah, we're going to list the, the flip side of things and people that unfortunately did not do things that uh, for the Beis Hamikdash that the Chamim, uh, people who did things that the Chum did not agree with. All right, that's going to be the Mishnah. Beautiful, beautiful Gemara today, as always. Here we go. Zog the Gemara. Niknar, Nasunism, of Niknar had miracles. Happened to his doors. Tanu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and that's why the rabbis, Manisim Nasu Lidal Saisov. What were the miracles that happened with, with Niknar's doors? Amru, it said over. Niknar apparently had these fancy schmancy doors, again, if we remember, that were placed on the eastern side of the Azara. He had them made in Alexandria in Egypt. All right, made in Egypt, Egyptian doors. Bechazi Rasai, and on his way back with the doors, Omar alav nachshol shebayom letavai. There was tremendous high winds in the water. He was bringing it, transporting the doors back up the Mediterranean coast to Yerushalayim, and the 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 there was a big storm and it threatened to capsize the boat and to drown him. Not so they needed to lessen uh, to lighten the load on the boat. So they took one of the doors and they chucked it over. But it didn't help. It was still sakana, it was still dangerous. So they said, Okay, time to throw the second door overboard. Amaru ukracha. Nikner got up and he hugged the door. He held on to the door. Omar lohem. And Nikner said to everybody else on the boat, Hitiluna hima. If you're going to throw my doors overboard, I'm going with it. Yeah. Reminds us of the story of Yaina, you know? Miyad nochayom izafoy. As soon as Nikner did this, he says, I'm willing to give up my life for this second door. Interesting, because you'd think. Is the Beis HaMikdash anyway going to use one door? Yeah, you needed two doors to open up. What good is one door? Niknar needed his door. All right? He's the, if that goes overboard, I'm going overboard with it. Miyad nochayom b'zafoy, the sea subsided. But Niknar was very upset that he now only had one door. And the other door was already thrown overboard. It's already gone. They come to the port of Akoi. He saw the door sticking out a little bit. The door that he thought was lost. The door that they threw overboard 
stuck itself to the bottom of the boat, and it like stayed along with it the entire time. The Yishayim some say, it's not that it stuck itself to the bottom of the boat, but rather there was a uh, large fish in the ocean that swallowed it. Also familiar, yeah. And the and when they reached Akai, this this uh, big fish spit it up on the dry land. said about the the Niknar door, Kairis Rosim, the beams of our home, the base Mikdash, our cedar, Rihitenu Birusim, and our doors are from Mitzrayim. Okay? It also hints to Beriasiyam. It comes from a created creature of the water. Because of Niknar, what he did to have these fancy schmancy doors fashioned in Alexandria, we wanted all the other doors to match it. His door was never changed. His door was never changed because of the miracles that a Baruch Hu allowed these special doors to come, because they, uh, they always looked like gold. Always, they were really made out of copper, but they always looked like gold. They were so shiny. says, It was pure copper. And it, it, had, it gave off light. It shined like, uh, like gold. Okay, and therefore, when they changed over the, all the other doors of the base of Mikdash, there was no need to change the Sharet Nikon. All right, that beautiful Misa, that beautiful story, ends off the Gemara again explaining our Mishnah on yesterday's Daf, Daf Lamezayim, which taught us about things that people did for the base of Mikdash that were very positive. Now, the next Mishnah is going to tell us the opposite. Unfortunately, there were people that felt they were doing things for the Beis HaMikdash that were really not being helpful at all. And many of these things quoted in this Mishnah and Gemara, we are aware of previously from Dafyaimi. We've quoted some of these, uh, some of these in Yonim before. So here we go. Says the Mishnah. The following people did things in the Beis HaMikdash and it's passed down in tradition negatively. Okay. Garmoi. The family of Garmoi. Remember them? They were the ones who knew they had the special recipe for the Lechem upon them. They didn't want to teach it to anybody. They want to hold on to the secret recipe. Shalbez Aftinas. And also the house of Aftinas. What did they know? The Katiris, right? And they didn't want to give anybody else the recipe. Hugras Bashir. Hugras, who was a levy. He, the uh, we're gonna see in the Gemara is fascinating. He knew how to make beautiful melodies using his, you know, the same way on instruments. You have guitars, have strings, violins. Um, every instrument has different ways to bring sounds out. He knew how to manipulate his fingers in his mouth while he blew to mamish make his mouth the most fantastic instrument. And he refused to teach anybody else how, uh, uh, how it was done. Ben Kamtsar le Rotzelamid al Maisaksav. Ben Kamtsar did not uh, want to teach anybody um, how to write Hashem's name all at once. Al Rishain, um, 
al rishonim nemar, and on the rishonim, meaning in the previous mishnah, we say about these people who added to the beis hamikdash zecher tzadik mevracha of al elu nemar, but the ones that we just mentioned, beis karbo, beis atina, so on and so forth, we say v'shem rishon yurkov yehidus. The names of the wicked are going to rot. Okay, here we go. Says the Gemara to explain our Mishnah, and we've learned this Gemara before. So here we go. Ton Rabbanon. The rabbis learned, and so should we. We learned this in the fifth parak of Shkolim. Zokt vi Brisa based Karma Hayu Bekim Mais Lachem Avonim. The family of Garmah were the experts they had to make Lachem Avonim. They didn't want to teach anybody. Shocham Lehevi Omnim Lachem Shem Mitzrayim. So Lachem went ahead and they said, "All right, you don't want to teach us." We'll go somewhere else. We'll get experts from Alexandria, Mitzrayim, but you didn't let us come They know how to make gans fine bread for lechem afanim, just like you. However, they heard they learned this commotion. They knew how to make the bread and make it look dandy, but they didn't know how to remove the bread. These people from Alexandria didn't know the the chap had a the, there was some sort of catch that you needed to know to take the bread off perfectly. They couldn't figure it out. Okay, there was a special way how you when you heated the oven when you put it in. Okay, halalu peter mafeshes, and ultimately the bread of these people that they brought in from Alexandria, Egypt, would not remain fresh. peter mafeshes, and the the base garmu would remain uh, would remain perfect. Okay. And the Chachamim heard this, they said, whatever the Ebershter makes, the Chvayda, you got to use it to bring the most Kvayt Shamayim. And you know what? As upset as we are at Beis Garmu, the people of Alexandria are not doing the job just as good. You got to bring a Kiddush Hashem. We got we to gotta go crumb de la crumb. We got to go best of the best. Shinamar kolanikr b'shvi the Chvayda b'rasim. I made it in my name. It's meant to be like that. B'chazru Beis Garmu l'kaymi. And they reinstated base garmai to be the bread makers. sent the base garmai. They didn't come. They're now insulted. Yeah, they say, "Oh, you don't like us. You're trying to go with the competition, and it didn't work out. We're not coming back." We say, "Okay, we'll renegotiate your contract. All right, you got a five-year deal with another five-year player option. All right." We'll renegotiate the contract. They offer them double the amount. Paid an exorbitant amount of money. Come on. I mean, why are you guys being... No, what's your excuse? What's your excuse? That you're keeping this in the family. You know what their excuse was? Amar lahem. They have a teretz. You know what the teretz is? Maybe the base of English will be destroyed, and if people know how to make the lechem upon him, they're going to want to use it for Rabbi Dezara. So we need to be make sure that nobody else. Okay. Now, the Chacham disagree with them. So they might have claimed they had good intentions, but having good intentions don't matter if you're wrong. Okay? If you're wrong, intentions don't matter. The Chachamim said that this is what, that it was their time to give over the recipe to Klai Yisrael. They want to hold on to it. Okay, it's an excuse. But the Chacham were not made to that. 
Right, with Menashe. Oh yeah, very good. Exactly, exactly. And you know, and the Misa, you know, especially when it comes to competition, we have every reason in the world why the competition can't open, and it's mamish l'shem shemayim. Okay, and and it, it is l'shem shemayim. It is, except that it's not, because if Chachamim tell us not to, it's not. That's it. <laughs> However, the Chachamim did say there's something positive about base garmu, and that was They always made sure in their house they did something very special. They never used the type of flour that um, that was used in the base hamikdash. Okay, even though they had, even if they, even from their own money. They never used that type of flour. So they shouldn't be suspected of of uh, skimming some flour off the top of to fulfill what it says. You gotta you gotta be nucky. Person has to be squeaky clean. All right. Next in the Mishnah we said shall base Avtinas. Also the family of Avtinas they didn't want to teach anybody about the Maisekatiris. Turn around, the rabbis learn so shui beis avtinas. How you bekiim be Maisekatiris? Beis avtinas were bekiim. They were the experts in making the katiris. But Rosh didn't want to teach anybody. Shochel chacham beviu omne me Alexander shemachayim. The chacham said, "Okay, beis avtinas, you're not going to teach us. You're going to have a monopoly. We're going to go somewhere else for business." And they brought experts from Alexandria mitzrayim. But you didn't the fatim kamaisim. Neno had a crush. You know, and, and create the mixture just like the base of Tinas. However, they didn't know how to lift up the Oshan like them, like the base of Tinas. They did that the, the smoke will naturally go in a in a direct column. Okay, we learned previously in Yuma that really if a wind came, sometimes the smoke went to particular directions and it gave off different signs. But it never spread out all over the place. So there was a uh, Mila Oshon. There was an ingredient that went in that kept the smoke like perfect. The Mamish Kvayt Shemayim gave glory to Hashem's name. Nobody knew what that was, where it was, and how to get a handle on it. Shalalolu Misamer Vayla Kamakol. The Mamish went, when they, Besaftinas made it, man, the smoke was beauty. Straight up like a snake. Shalalolu Maftiyah But when they brought in these experts from Mitzray, from uh, Alexandria, would spread around a little bit. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. It wasn't top notch. heard about this. They said, "Listen, Everything that Kadosh Baruch Hu made is to bring cover. If base Tinas is supposed to be, that's their. That's what they're good at. It's kind of like I remember, you know, when we were learning Shkol, and one of the points I made that that uh, we brought out then was why I hire people to mow my lawn, right? You could do it yourself, all right, but some people are made to mow lawns, right? So that's, that's their tough kid. That's what there is. So why not give them business? Let them go ahead and uh, for, for $25, $30 or however much they charge. Let's, let people, if people have strengths, let them bring it out in their best way, especially if they could do it better than me, okay? Now, obviously, if, you, if, if it's Kedai, if you're going to be doing better stuff with your time, all right? We're not just talking about a person wasting money, but understanding these concepts that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, everything Hashem made in this world is to bring Him covet. And some people are going to bring covet in this industry, be overcome in this industry. 
people cover with their with their you know with their artistry, whatever it is. The base of Tinas, that was their talk. And the Chum noticed that. Everything Hashem made is for His sake. Because the base of Tinas is coming, they reinstate the base of Tinas. They said, "Oh, we're insulted. We're not coming." They said, "Oh, yeah, double the salary." All right. So they came. Why do you refuse to teach people how to make look tires? They said, One day shouldn't be destroyed. Maybe somebody who's not a real Ebed uh, Hashem is going to get hold of the recipe. Uh, we have to make sure that the Ketiris, this beautiful, precious Ketiris, is never used to serve Avodah Zarah. But the Chum disagree with them, and they were wrong in this area. However, in the following way, we do say Beis Avtinas is to be praised. Their daughters, the women, never went out with perfume, okay? Because people will start, may start saying, oh, maybe, you know, they get the nice smelling stuff from the Kataris, you know, that belongs to the Beis HaMikdash. Even when somebody from Aftinas would marry an outside woman, they would say, this was the newest Shidduch resume question, yeah? You're not allowed to wear perfume. Yeah, people who do things that are wrong doesn't mean they're wrong in everything. People who do things that are right doesn't mean they're everything. Can have pros and cons. Pros and cons. All right. Yeah, go ahead. If your kavan is right from Hashem, yeah. not necessarily, because you can have the right kavana but do the wrong thing. So if they would have gone out with the semes, I mean, it wouldn't have been the kitaras. Then it, it, even in front of Hashem, it would have been wrong. Uh-huh. I think it's a very chashav idea that you're bringing out. That's I didn't think of it. That's a very idea. Yeah, it's a very chashav idea. I like uh, it's very, I like what you're bringing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. All right, Viter, let's talk about this family of Avtinas. Tani with Hunter Bryce, Amr Bishwab Shmol says, Pamachas, Isi Malach, but one time I was walking on the road, and I saw a grandson, one of the descendants. Your ancestors, you know, didn't want to give anybody else the recipe because they wanted COVID, brought to the Maya quite a mockum, and they wanted to minimize quite a mockum because nobody else is able to do the Kataris. Now, the Kvayt HaMakam is in its place. The Baruch still remains all over the world. And you, Beis Avtinas, are without a job. All right? You don't have a job because we don't have a Beis HaMikdash. Omer Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva says, Sachli Rebbe Shmuel ben Luga. Rebbe Shmuel ben Luga told me, One time, me and a... B'nai B'nai'am, a grandchild, a descendant of Beis Avtinas, we were going out and we were picking grass. 
vegetation. Crying and laughing. He had a mixture of emotions. What are you crying for? I'm crying because I'm remembering oh, how Choshev Beisavtinas was when we were the ones who were the we made the Kataris, nobody else. Oh, we were Mamash Choshev people. What are you laughing about? Doesn't this remind us of the story of Rabbi Akiva and the end of Makis? Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's vice versa. It's the other way. You know, it's the other way. It's it's the other way. It's interesting. Maybe that's why he started laughing, Rabbi Akiva, uh, from then on out. Uh, maybe he learned it. I don't know. Omar Lee says to me, Myla Oshan Kenegdi. I saw the Myla Oshan. That's kind of like what tickled my my uh, memory that got these emotions going. I saw this ingredient. Oh, so Rabbi Akiva says, Gavaldik, no, Hareoli. I've got to get hold of this Myla Oshan. Show me! Amar Li, Shvua hi biyadeinu, I can't. We have a Shvua in our family, She'ein mar naisei l'chaladam. You can't show it to, you can't show it to any person. Okay, Amar b'yechem benuri, b'yechem benuri says, Pamachas b'zazi zakan echad, Megillah samonim biyadeh. One time I found an elderly fellow who had a shopping list of samimonim, of spices. Amarti loy me'ayinata, who are you? Omar Lee, me base Aftinas ani. I'm from the Aftinas family. Omar Lee, Megillah, Omar Lee, Megillah, Samemonim, Harayuli. Oh, you're going to buy spices, and you're from the. I know what you're looking for. No, let me see your shopping list, please. Yeah, it'll help me out. Omar Lee calls Banch I'll give it to you. You know why? When my family, my ancestors were around, then it was usher for us to give it over anybody. But now. Rabbi Yechon you have rights to it. However, be his zohar ba. Be careful. Very interesting. Yeah? They've done tshuva. You know what else is fascinating? And I'm not sure I had to bring a raya particularly from this, but you see, one person in a mishpachat could do tshuva and nobody, and all of a sudden, you can't talk about the family. Like one person can fix the whole thing up. There's something negative. There's a chesaron, and one person goes in, does the right thing. All of a sudden, everybody's everybody's in good shape. It's very interesting. We call out to you by your name, and in your place, they will seat you. Meaning. Ultimately, there's times where people don't follow the Ratzon Hashem, but in the end of the day, at the end of the game, everybody ends up calling out. Uh, everybody ends up calling out the name of Hashem, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu's covered remains in its place. It would be uh, remiss of me. I've shared this story a number of times, not during Dafyami, but about my mother. It's worthwhile reminding ourselves um, that. Um, uh, we, we, I was told this, and I was sitting shiva from my mother, all of us shalom to that uh, it's uh, it's being recorded, so I can't give too much information. But basically, there was uh, somebody who was very close with the family who she went to be uh, menachemovel, a doctor, and she went to be menachemovel. She drove five hours to visit this doctor, and she walked in. This doctor had a was sitting with his two brothers. One brother was a reshkail, the other brother was his home, and the, 
the brother who's a doctor who knew our family says, Mrs. Tenler, this is my brother's Rosh Kail, and this this my other brother is this his house, he's an accountant. You know, so the brother who's the accountant says, Yeah, no. Yeah, one brother's a Rosh Kail teaching Torah, the other one's a big doctor, saving people's lives, and I'm a Pashita accountant. I'm a simple uh, accountant. My mother says to him in her uh, beautiful way of seeing things, she says, Don't you ever talk like that about yourself? She says, Mashiach's coming. She looked at the doctor, she said, you're out of a job, we don't need you no more. She looked at the Rosh Kaila, she says, I don't think we need you anymore either. If it was up to me, if I have Maish Rabinu back, I'm going to his yeshiva. But she looked at the accountant and she said, but for you, you'll be counting Shkolem in the Beis HaMikdash. We'll still need your industry, we'll still need your job. So, um, you know, ultimately we never know which industry it is. Everything Akash Broker says, listen, everything's ultimately going to be used for my cover. You know, it's the way we see what true covered in this world, what we think is true covered in this world, is not necessarily from the Eilam HaEmes. All right, let's turn to the top of Lamir Ches, Amad Beis, to wrap up this discussion. And from your own portion, it's going to be given back to you, meaning ultimately everything's Hashem's portion, Rashi explains, and everything's going to go back to be used for Kvayt Shemayim. A person cannot take anything that his friend is supposed to have. Big lesson. A malchus cannot touch another malchus. If one malchus is supposed to be empowered, you can try all you want. It ain't happening. Even even the slightest amount. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. Now we continue on in our beautiful Gemaras. We said Hogras ben Levi. Hogras ben Levi had this special, unique way of singing and turning his mouth into instrument. Tanya. When Hogras wanted to make his voice pleasant and sweet, he knew how to stick his thumb into his mouth. And he would stick his etzba, his finger, okay, between the hairs of his mustache and kind of use that as a way to project the sound. And as soon as he would start, the kahanim were just like, what? They would do a head turn. Yeah, they would turn around and be like, whoa, who's that guy? It's like walking on water. It was so surprising and so beautiful. The rabbis learned, and so should we. Ben Kamsar did not want to teach the way that he would write Hashem's name, Amrulav. He said about Ben Kamsar, he would take four feathers, okay? He would take four, uh, four feathers between his fingers. And if there was any word that had four letters, he was able to write it all at the same time. Okay? Why don't you teach others how to do it? Yeah? Everybody else at least uh, attempted to give an excuse. He didn't, uh, didn't give any sort of excuse. Okay? Didn't give any sort of excuse at all. And therefore, about the first one it says, 
Zechus Adik Lebracha. That was the previous Mishnah. Val Ben Kamsar Lechaverim Namar B'Shem Rishom Yirkov. My B'Shem Rishom Yirkov. Amar Rabbi Lazar. Rak Vivais Tala B'Shmoyson. You should have Rak Rak Vivais that come upon their name. It's kind of a dirt. Veloi Maskinon B'Shmayu. Meaning we shouldn't use their exact names. Okay. Interestingly, we call them uh, um, Ben Kamsar. We're not using his exact name. My vish, um, okay, Masa Ravina. Ravina says, one second. There's a story with Daig ben Yosef that his father left the house when Daig was very young. And every day, his mother would check his height. He was the apple of her eye. And she would give that amount in gold to the Beis HaMikdash. She would give that amount in gold And when the enemy became stronger, this is referring to the Romans, she shechted her son and she ate him. A child that was so beloved to a mother when it came down to it, and she was dying from starvation, she shechted her son. This is where we say on Tisha B'Av from this story. If women could eat their children. And Ruach HaKadosh responds to this nevuah and says, In Hashem, Yeah, you're shocked how a mother could do this to a child, but you're not shocked that you can have Zechariah, who was one of the G'dayle Adar, shechted. That doesn't, that doesn't bother you as much? Okay. The Gemara says, the reason why we're mentioning this, the Gemara says, Chazi Mai Solikle. Look what happened to him. Uh, look what happened to him in the end. All right. No, the Gemara had a question. We said that... Um, we said that if somebody has a wicked name, you're not supposed to use their name. Over here, somebody's name was Daig ben Yasef, even though Daig was not a good person. Daig had Daimi, all right, was, uh, he, he tried to kill David Melech, so he was not a good person. So the Gemara says, uh, so, so the Gemara tried to bring a proof. You see, people are named Daig. And the Gemara answers, look what happened. Look what happened. You see that people should not be named Daig. All right, because named after a wicked person and Nebuch. Ultimately, he didn't have a happy ending. All right. Amr Abelazar, Abelazar says, Tzadik me'yatzmai, Derosho me'chaveroi. A tzadik is considered to be a tzadik, and he gets char as if he did it alone, even when we had help of other people. When we make the right decisions, because we put ourselves in the right environment, the doesn't say, oh, yeah, it's not so impressive because, you know, it's because of everybody else that you were a tzaddik. No, no, no. If I put myself around the right people, because Baruch Hu gives me full credit. Rasha Mechavira. But Rasha is called Mechavira, according to, along with his Chavira. Tzaddik Mechavira, Dechsev Zecher Tzaddik Levracha. Rasha Mechavira, Dechsev Veshem Rishaim Yerkov. So we see we mention Rishaim all together. Amalei Ravina Lahumi Rabbonan. Avina said 
to some of the Rabbonon, Kahavi Mesader Agadatu Kamei, who were learning Agadatu Gemaras in front of him, Menahem also Dom Rabbonon Zechar Tzadik Levracha. Where's this whole thing from to say by about a Tzadik Zechar Tzadik Levracha? What's the source for these words? Amar Lei, as they said to him, the Hoksiv Zechar Tzadik Levracha. Okay, says a Mishlei Zechar Tzadik Levracha. So he says Midarai Semenah. Right, I want to know in the Torah, in the Torah. So it's the, the Gemara answers the Chsiv Hashem Omar, and Hashem said, "I'm a chasa ani me Avram, Asher ani Oisim. I'm going to hide from Avram. This that I'm wiping out Sodom. Uksiv Avram hayu yiel legoi gadol veotzim, and Avram Avinu is going to be a a uh, large and powerful nation. So you see that." Whenever Hashem Hashem says Hamachasa Aniyam Avram, and once he uses Avram's name, we immediately go ahead and give him a bracha. So you see, when you mention the name of a tzaddik, you say Zecher Tzadik Levracha. Says the Gemara Menachem Mosdor Rabban Hashem Rishon Where is this from? This idea that you say when you mention the name of a Russia, you say his name Shirat. Amar Lei the Haksev Hashem Rishon Yirkov. The Gemara says the same question. Midarai Sumanolon. And Lot dwelled until Sodom. We speak about the negative, the, the bad that they were involved in. Okay. So th- those are our sources, and we find sources both in Ksuvim and in the in the Torah itself. There was a tzaddik who lived between two rishayim, and he didn't start to act like them. He didn't learn from their ways. And there was also a rush that lived between two tzaddikim. Who is the tzaddik that was Who's the tzaddik that lived amongst wicked people and didn't act like them? Ovadia. Okay. The 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 Navi Ovadia. Russia Dar yeah we know the Achav and Izevel. Dar uh, Russia Dar Ben Shrei Tzadikim Lolam Masayim. There's a Russia between between uh, Tzadikim and didn't learn Ze Esav. This is referring to Esav. Okay, Esav grew up in the house of Tzadikim, Yitzchak, Rivka. He has a brother Yaakov, but I don't know how much they grew up together, right? Depends, but Lamaisa he grew up with with two special parents, but he ultimately remained a Russia. The Omar says, From the bracha that we give to Tzadikim, we should also learn the color given to Rishoyim. From the curse given to Rishoyim, you could learn the bracha to give Tzadikim. Let's explain. We learn how we rush Because you should know Avram that he commands his children to follow in my ways. He says it's what's going on by Sodom and, and, and Amira is pathetic, and they need to be destroyed. Knows that's the opposites, right? They were terrible, pathetic people. After light, uh, after light left him, he says, "Oh, 
look, uh, look up, and now I'm going to give you all the brachas, and I'm going to turn you into a uh, great nation. Look at this land. You're going to get all of Israel. So again, the Torah is showing us this contrast from the Tzaddik to the Russia and the Russia back to the Tzaddik. One person who's a Tzaddik, the entire world is worthy for being created. Hashem saw the light. It was good. Say to the Tzaddik, he is good. Very interestingly, the Ramban on this Pasuk translates the word Tov as Mekuyam. The Ramban holds that the translation of Tov, we just say good, but what's good? Good is something that's Mekuyam, something that, that lasts, that has, it lasts, it's there. It's not a it's not a phase, it's not a stage. When a, a person does something good, it's when something somebody involves themselves with something good and somebody is somebody who's good, what it means is we're mekuyim, we're giving we're giving fulfillment to something else. And that tzaddik is taiv, is uh, is what brings fulfillment to the world. The Omar Abulaz I'm sorry, Anybody who forgets some of his learning, okay? Now, again, forgets doesn't mean by mistake. It means because we don't care enough. You're causing gullus to your family, your children. What's gullus? A fog. A lack of clarity. There's no... Nothing's established when we're in Gullus and we're in exile. A person who doesn't have Tyra is causing fog for his family. There's not, nothing to establish the family in. Every, there's, there's no real clarity. That's what it means, Garim Gullus. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no Mahalach, there's no path, there's no derech that we're giving over to our children. says, He's going to be lowered from his greatness. From his high place, because you have made knowledge meus disgusting. The m oscha, and I will make you meus, you disgusting. from being a kain to me, from being a leader for me. A person doesn't respect the Torah because the Bible says, "Listen, the Torah is not going to respect you." Hashem Tzilcha, Kaddish Baruch is our shadow. Yeah, it's just a reflection of what we do. Okay, let's keep going. Beautiful, beautiful stuff over here. A tzaddik does not leave a world, does not leave this world until there's another tzaddik to take, take their place. The sun rises and the sun sets. As soon as the sun sets, the next one rises. As soon as one goes, the other one comes. As my mother, would say to me, Menachem, be careful, because everybody is indispensable, but nobody is irreplaceable. Everybody's indispensable. If you have a chosh of a thing, you're needed. Okay, indispensable, again. But once a person's gone, everybody ultimately is replaceable. Again, everyone is indispensable, but nobody is irreplaceable. Baruch always makes sure there's going to be another person to replace. 
So he got up and he makes sure that they're planted in every generation. Yeah, make sure they're spread out. For Hashem, they are established in the earth and he sets the world upon them. So Hakadosh Baruch always makes sure that there are tzaddikim around in the world. The Torah continues to be fulfilled even in the merit of one tzaddik. Tzaddik is the foundation, the yisoid, the foundation of the world. So before Rav was quoting Rav and now he says in his own name, he says, and I'll bring another proof. Those who are Hasidim, who walk with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yishmar, they make sure that this world is protected. Hasidim tuva mashma. Hasidim means there's many, many people, so it seems you need multiple uh, tzaddikim to keep the world going, not just one. You're right, it's, it's read as Hasidav, but it's written Hasidai. Since it's written singular, you get the same message. says in the name of If a person lives most of their life without an Avera, you're not going to sin. The legs of the Hasidav Yishmar, Hashem is going to protect them as they're finishing up the second half of their life. If a person has the opportunity to do an Avera once or twice, and he conquers his, his Yetzirah, he says, I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You got it. You got it. The person, uh, person uh, is, uh, now has the upper hand. Okay? HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help protect the legs of the Chassid. Uh, For a late, a scoffer, there will be scoffing, but for somebody who's humble, there will be favor. What does that mean? Says the Gemara, a person won't do the wrong thing. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Go ahead, I'm going to allow it. I'm not going to send down a lightning bolt." However, very, very, very important, never to forget these words. When we want to do an Avera, because Baruch says, okay, I let. When you want to do the right thing, because Baruch says, not only do I let, I will assist you in doing the right thing. We learned in the Vesmedrish of Rabbi Shmuel, this is a mashal, a parable to a person who sells neft and a parsimine balsam. Neft smells terrible, and a parsimine smells delicious. Okay? So a person smelling both inside their store. A person wants to come by the bad smelling stuff. Storekeeper says, yeah, you go uh, go measure it yourself. Yeah, I don't want to touch the naft. When I come home, my wife's going to tell me I'm sleeping in the doghouse. 
Uh, you want to buy the neft? Good. I'm happy to sell it to you, but do it yourself. I'm not assisting you. I'm not putting it on the scale. I don't want to touch it. Um, um, but somebody wants to come by balsam, which smells be- delicious and and uh, and you know beautiful and it's a beautiful smell. I'm So the owner says, "Let's do this together. Yeah, let me get my hands on this." Ah, walk away with a beautiful perfume. So you and I can both go in together and uh, we could both at least gain something. You gain the actual balsa, but I'll at least have the smell on my hand. We will hold it here. We're up to Tana Devei, Rabbi Shmuel, the last word on the third line of Lamatessa with Aleph. And Bez Hashem, we will pick up from here tomorrow evening at the same time, hopefully in Yerushalayim. All right, have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.